God bless you. Good morning, good evening, good day, whatever time of day you listen to this broadcast. My name is Apostle Lonnie Starks, and this is the Wake Up to Jesus broadcast coming to you from the Jesus Saves Ministry, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, right here in Greenville, North Carolina. This is a special invitation to you. If you've been out of church, you're not going to church, or you're not a member of a church, or something happened in church, and I mean, invite you to come home and be a part of our ministry right here in Greenville, 1007 West Arlington Boulevard, uh, Jesus Save Ministry. Our telephone number is 252-214-0799. I want you to stay tuned today. We've got a word especially for you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am so glad to be back. Ah, here is Jesus to lift up. The name of Jesus Christ. I tell you, I am so grateful and I'm thankful that the Lord spared me to see this wonderful day that I had never seen before. I am grateful. Aren't you grateful? I'll tell you, I'm grateful just to be here. God is a good God on a bad day because there really is no bad days with God. And I'm grateful to God. Amen. I tell you, I'm so grateful. Now, this evening, I want to share with you something that the Lord put on my heart. This morning, I guess about 4 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 to 4 o'clock, God woke me up with his scripture. Psalms 27, where it said that when my mother, when my father and my mother forsake me, the Lord, the Lord will pick me up. When, the, when my mother and my father, when my father and my mother, you know, who's closer to you than your family? And, and, and it's all right to say, when they forsake me, that's when the Lord will pick me up. And I want to talk about that today. So my topic is, our Lord Jesus will never leave you. He'll never abandon you. He will never forsake you, not one time. But even to you, God bless you, this is Apostle Lonnie Starks. And I'm so grateful to the Lord just to bring this message. I'm telling you, I can honestly say that the Lord has always been there with me. Not one time did he forsake me, not once. He was always there, always there. Even when I've been through some trying times, I had to go to court. God was with me. I've had trouble in the church with men, women. God was with me. I've been in my automobile. And car breakdown, God was with me. And I've had relationships. I'm in close relationships as I thought. And they walked away from me. And I thought about that this evening. I didn't think about it this morning, but this evening I thought about it. As um, my mother left, my father and mother separated when I was a baby. But I understand I was born in May 
and they separated, I think, in April or something. No, I was born in May. They separated in August, June, July, August, three months later. My mother, from what I was told, now I'm a baby, I don't know anybody, left me with her, with her mother, and her mother was sick and couldn't take care of herself. And they said the thing was that my mother was running around with a man and forgot her baby. I was the baby. Can you imagine your mother forgetting you? <laughs> Glory. Well, my mother forgot me. My mother, my mother really forgot me. She forgot all about me. And she was, I mean, you know, it's amazing. It's amazing how your mother can forget you. Well, mine did. Well, that was bad, but I was a baby. So, you know, I don't know about it. My grandmother stepped me in, and my father's mother, and she took care of me um, until I got old enough to take care of myself. And then my father, my father stepped in. He was there. My father got remarried. After I was, a, I think, a year old, my father got remarried, so he wasn't with me, but he was close by. And he would be there to help me and do things. And So I, know, I, I thought about that this evening. I hadn't thought about it uh, today because I thought about it on Facebook a little bit this morning. But I hadn't really thought about that I had been left alone before. So God is showing us something here. Don't you let that bother you. Don't you let that bother you. Let's take a look at something. The Bible says in Psalm number 27, verse number 10, even this is the New Living Testament translation of the Bible. So even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close. Even if the, my father and mother abandoned me, even, even if my father and my mother abandoned me, the Lord will hold me close. And I want to let y'all know today that Jesus will never leave you. <clears throat> Second Chronicles, chapter number fifteen. Verse number two, the word of God said that he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while ye are with him. And if ye forsake him, he will forsake you. Now, that's a promise. In the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 15, that you, you can be guaranteed that God won't leave you. You can be guaranteed that Jesus Christ will not leave you. He's going to be there with you regardless. I don't care how many people abandon you. I don't care how many people walk away from you. But Jesus Christ will not. Please put this down. He will never, ever abandon you. I know you might be feeling bad today. I remember. I think it was in 82, 72. I think it was. I'm not for sure. But it was in the 70s. Could have been 71, 70. I don't know. But one of them years, I went in business with a, with a, with a, with a particular brother. Now, he's a preacher now. But at that time, neither one of us was preachers. I wasn't. He wasn't. 
I wouldn't even say it. I think he might have been going to church. I don't know. But you know what he did? We had a we had a, 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 a track the trailer business, and we was picking up uh, scrap cars, old cars. And you know what that man did? <laughs> that man broke the axle in one of the trucks. I had the credit at the time. And I got the truck truck in my in my name. He broke my axle on my truck and left it stranded in the woods. He sure did. I had to go get it. And then he took my other truck. I don't mention that today, and I don't mention it to him either. He took my other truck and drove it to his house. I think the fuel pump went out, and he left it. That's not a good feeling, my sister, brother. When when you get done by done wrong by the person that you really trust, and I'm saying this to you all tonight because I'm sure I'm not the only one that has been done wrong. I'm sure I'm not. But I'm just trying to let you know that even though people do you wrong, now I, I hope and pray. That none of you all have been abandoned by your parents, but I've been abandoned by my mother completely. As a matter of fact, I didn't know my mother until I was—I didn't know who she was. I seen her at a young age, because my grandmother had a juke joint, and my mother used to come there with her sister. And some of the people supported the two ladies over there. So there's your mother over there, but nobody never told me. Which one was my mother? So when I turned 15 years old, my father bought me an automobile. I was living in Craven County. My mother was living in New Bern. So I went to New Bern to find my mother, to find out who she was. So I found when she was living with a man, and and uh, she had I had one brother by my father she kept. He was born after I was, a year later. Um that I had three more brothers there at the house with my mother. Uh, so I had a chance to meet them all. But I want to say to you, that is not a good feeling to not know your parents. Well, it's not a good feeling to be left by anybody. Some of you, you've been married and your spouse left you. I know that's not a good feeling. Y'all separated. I don't know who fought it with yours or, or theirs, but it's still not a good feeling. You know, uh, my ex-mother-in-law said something to me that was very important. When her daughter and I got ready to get married, I had a house, and her ex-daughter had a house. Her daughter had a house. So she said to me, she said, that's not good that both of y'all got houses because if one get upset, they'd go back home to their house. Well, I didn't feel no mind. I married them. But that's exactly what happened. So it's not a good feeling to be left. But I want to encourage you tonight that Jesus will not leave you. He will not abandon you. Jesus Christ will not forsake you. He's going to be there with you regardless. I don't care how bad it is. I don't what the times are. There will, be, there will never be a time that Jesus Christ will abandon you. I'm going to read that Second Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 2, one more time, and that's the King James Bible. 
And the Bible said, and he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin, the Lord is with you while you are with him. And if you, if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Now, it's the only time that God will leave you if you leave him. Now, I don't believe that every sin is leaving God. I just don't believe that. Sin is sin and sin is wrong. Hebrews chapter 13, verse number 5, from the New Living Testament translation of the Bible, says, don't love money. Be satisfied with what you have. For God has said, I will never fail you. I will never abandon you. There's never going to be a time that Christ Jesus, God Almighty, will leave you. Never. Not one time. Not one time will Christ leave you. He's going to always be there for you. In Psalms 119 and verse 53 says, Honor, no, excuse me, horror has taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. Now, the songwriter said, because he found out some of his people, friends, had forsaken the law of God, horror came on him. In other words, what he really said, I believe, you can't party with someone that left God. <clears throat> that can't be your friend. You can't do that. If they're not with God, how are you going to be with them? You got to leave them. I mean, I don't want to leave nobody, but the Bible tells us that horror has taken over upon me because of the wicked that pursue, that forsake the law, that walk away from God. He said, it, in other words, it just bothered him because his friend had left God. Did you hear me? When you find out that your partner, your friend, your homie, your sister, your brother, your cousin, your wife has walked away from God. The songwriter said horror came on him. He said horror has taken hold upon me because of the wicked forsake thy law. If you walk away from God, that's a, that's a frightening thing. To walk away from God is a frightening thing. That's, that's a frightening thing. You, you, you need to be afraid. You somebody walk away from God. Walk away from Jesus. Because he won't leave you. See, Jesus will not leave you. The Bible says, look, let me show you something. The Bible says in Psalms 55, verse number 16, as for me, Oh, as for me, as, as for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Now, the Lord is spelled that capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. I mean, he's the greatest of greatest. There's none greater. So what the songwriter is saying in my troubles, I'm going to call on God. And he said, I know 
and the Lord shall save me. He was depending on God that God was going to save him. Isn't that a blessing? When you're depending on God that God is going to save you. Can I get a witness up in here? When you're depending on God that God is going to, and he's going to do it for you because he ain't going to leave you. Somebody now, you might be going through some, some horrible experiences. Your mind might be cut off. Maybe you like me, you might be a retired man. Maybe your chick got cut off. Well, thank God, mine hasn't. I get mine every month. Thank God. I have gotten it so far. I never miss it. I've been retired 16 years. If I make it to September, I mean, if I make it to April next year, will be 17 years. So my check has come every month on time. Matter of fact, I retired one month before my birthday. Don't ask me how my check came in on time, but it did. It came in right on time on my birthday. My birthday is not until May the 10th, and I retired on April the 10th. But by May the 10th, I got my first check. I've been retired 16 years. If I make it to this month, uh, to um, May of uh, April next year, it's going to be 17 years. I never missed it. So, but, but, but I've heard of people. As a matter of fact, I know someone right now. He said he retired, and they cut about $300 of his money got cut off. But I haven't had that. I, I, I've been very fortunate. But I know that's not a good feeling. That's what I'm saying. But God didn't leave you. You're still going to be able to take care of your bills. You're still going to be able to take care of yourself. There's never going to be a time that Christ is going to leave you where you will not be able to survive. I don't care how much inflation. I went to the gas station this morning. Boy, it shocked me. Gas was $3.07 a gallon. But I was able to fill my car up with gas. The Lord blessed me that I was able to fill it up with gas. I, I wasn't driving my car as I was driving my truck. I have a 2015 Ford 150 truck. I think it cost me $76 this morning to fill it up. But God made a way. And some of you listening, you, you know what I'm talking about. He makes a way when it seems like there is no way. I remember about a month ago, a little over a month ago, we were very low in money. And I'm telling y'all the words, I was very low in money. Um, I remember I got my uh, retirement check. I had to put the whole, I put, when I put $500 of my money in the church out of my retirement check, how much do you think I got to live with? My light bill out here is like $300. The light bill at the church is around $600, six or seven. Uh, oh, uh, the man that cut out the grass, uh, man that does the, 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 the lawn, his bill is, if he does mine, he charges me, well, I'll get this, five, five acres of land. And it's all green grass. And uh, there's a swimming pool there. But anyway, he shot me $150 a cut. So if he cut it three times a month, that's three seventy five. And it's the church, he charges us $300 a month year-round. It's only two acres, but 
two and a half acres, but he charged that because he does the snow, it cleans the reed, whatever's on the church yard. So in the summertime, sometimes my bill with this man is around seven fifty a month. Two months ago, things was kind of low. We don't have the members in the church that we used to have, and finances is not coming in like it was. But let me tell you something. God miraculously, he miraculously made uh, a situation that seemed like it couldn't be worked out. God stepped in and worked it out. And here we are today. We're not in debt. We have five, well, we had seven. I sold two. So that means I got five left. Well, not I. Let's get, you know, I preached the message one time. The middle, the center letter of sin is I. And the first letter in iniquity is I. So I teach keep I out the way. What I done, because I didn't do nothing. And you didn't, it's God. And so the Lord miraculously made a way last month. First, it was, no, first, no, yeah, last month. One of my sons that I was never expected, what I did expect it, came up and gave me a lady told me I shouldn't say this. But the truth of the matter is God made a way. And I didn't, I didn't know how. That young man gave me $100,000. $100,000. Now, you know, that went a long way. And then I think next week, last week, Somebody come and bought a house, and I'm not going to tell you how much that was, but that was, that was more than $100,000. So God made a way, and that's what I'm telling you today, that Christ Jesus is going to make a way for you. There is no way that God is going to leave you and abandon you. There's no way. He's going to be there. Your mother might have left you. Your friend might have left you, but Jesus Christ won't leave you. No way will Jesus Christ leave you. The Bible says in Psalm 65, verse 2, O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. See, that, that, the thing about you, 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 you brothers and sisters, y'all got to get to the place that you trust God. Don't doubt it. Look, look what it says. Oh, thou that hearest praise from the God. Then he said, unto thee shall all flesh come. When he said all flesh, that means you and I can go. Oh, God. I learned how to go to God. And I'm telling you tonight, he'll be there for you. You, 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 you won't have to worry. Christ is going to make a way for you. Y'all hear me? Look, the Bible says in Psalms 102, verse number 17, he will regard the prayer of the destitute and not despise their prayer. You got God's word to back up. You see, you see why I'm not worried? Because God's word promised me. If you right now are in a, a, a destitute situation, the Bible says in Psalms 102, verse 17, he will regard the prayer of the destitute 
and not despise their prayer. That means God will listen to you. Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all really hearing me? God will listen to you. Are you hearing me? God will listen. I want you to get that clear. God will hear your prayer. If you pray, don't doubt it. If you pray right now, don't doubt God. I don't care. Your wife could have left you. Your husband could have left you. Your family could have left you. Your business family could have left you. Your friend could have left you. I don't care who left you. Christ will be there for you. He said, I'll never leave you. The Bible says in Psalms 38, verse number 21. Psalms 38, verse 21. Look what the songwriter says. Forsake me not, O Lord. Oh, my God. Be not far from me. And he isn't far. He said, if you call me, I'll answer you. He said in the word, I'll never leave you, and I will never forsake you. <laughs> I want to tell you this story. When I first got saved back in 1977, there was this lady in the hospital. Her name was Helen. And I went to see her one, one night, and she was very, very sick. And I, I wasn't a preacher. I had just gotten saved. But I went to the hospital to see her. And her stomach was swollen. She was lying on the bed, and her stomach was up like four or five inches up above. And she was wheezing for breath, trying to get breath to breathe. And so when I left that, I prayed for her. Now, I wasn't no preacher. So when I got home, I called my friend. He was a preacher, and he had been preaching a couple of years before I even got saved. So I called him. He lived in Manhattan. I was living in Brooklyn. Now, this woman was in White Cobb Hospital uh, in Brooklyn. So I called this preacher friend of mine. We grew up together. I was so sure he was going to go. So I called him. His name, well, I'm not going to call his name right now. But anyway, he said, Ronnie, I'm not going to that hospital to pray for that woman. I said, why? He said, because that sickness might come off her and get on me. Now, here I am, a new kid in, 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 the, in the gospel. I just gotten saved. I hadn't been saved six months. But I couldn't believe that. I just, I said, now, the Bible that I read, God had told me he would never leave me. So why would I think that God, and the Bible said God is a healer. So why would God make me seek to heal me? It, was just, it just didn't make no sense to me. So I went to the hospital to pray for her that night. And she was, the next night, boy, she was in worse shape. She was weaving, and she could hardly get her breath. Her eyes had turned gray. The white was gone in the eyes. It had turned gray. And she, and she could barely talk. Her name was Helen. I said, Helen? And I told her what, I called the preacher, and he told me he wasn't going to come. I said, Helen, but I believe. Now, I get, now listen to me, y'all. I was a newborn Christian. I wasn't saved six months at the time, I don't think. I said, Hell, I believe that you're where you are, and I'm where I'm at, that I'm going to pray for you, and God's going to heal you. You're going to get, in, you're going to get faith, and I'm going to get faith, because I'm going to see what God did. And you know I prayed for that woman, and the Lord healed that woman. 
She came to the church I was going to my Lord the Holy Bible Church at the time. She came there about three times with me. You know, she went back and started drinking liquor all over again and got sick again. Then she went in hospital, and I went there to pray for her, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me just like I'm speaking to you. He said, do not pray for her. You prayed for her one time, and now she went back doing the same thing. So I left the hospital, and she died that same evening. But anyway, I'm not trying to frighten you. I'm just telling you that God won't leave you. He's right there with you right now. Listen, I really have to get up and get out of here. The Bible says in Psalm 71 and 9, Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is, when my strength fills. You can talk to God like, Lord, I need you. I talk to, I talk to God like he's my friend because he is my friend. Listen, I got to go, my friend. I just want y'all to be encouraged tonight that God is on your side and you'll never be without him. He's always going to be there. He will never leave you. He's never going to forsake you. This has been the Jesus Save Ministry, and I got to leave you now. All right? May God bless you. May he have a smile upon you. Remember, I love you. And one of my friends said, there ain't nothing you can do about it, because I do love you. All right, I got to go. Here I am. I'm going out of here now. There you go. Did I do it? Thought I did. There you go. Let's see. Oh, no, I didn't match it. Ten seconds. Let's go. There you go. I thought I'd do it. Didn't I do it? Well, anyway, I got to go to the clock on the wall that's telling me so. And I want you all to know that I love you. And you're more than a conqueror. Don't you ever give up. Jesus Christ is on your side. Tell praise the Lord. Thank you for uh, being a part of our show today. Oh, the clock on the wall is telling me it's time I got to get up and get out of here. But I'm so glad that God is good. I'm glad that you were there. Listen. If you ever like to speak to me, you can call me at 252-214-0799. And remember, if you're not saved today, it's so simple to give your life to Jesus Christ. All you have to do is say, Lord, help me and forgive me for my sins. Really mean that in your heart. And say, Lord, come into my heart and he'll do that. You'll be a born-again Christian. Well, you have a great day. My prayers are that you will always be blessed of the Lord in Jesus' name. Remember, you want to call me, 252-214-0799. Have a great day in Jesus Christ.